City of Geekum. My name is Ryan, your host as always. I am joined with my co-host, William. Well, hello there. It has been a while. It has been. It's been over a week, which we really apologise for. Uh, we've just been very busy with going back to see our families and also work, basically. It's been, been an interesting, busy couple of weeks. Yes. There's been a lot going on. It's but very guess, hard to carve time out. I guess the advantages of that is that there's been a lot of news comes out, which... We won't be covering today. Um, yeah, so basically to do uh, make-up for the missed time, uh, we are going to be doing, I'd say about maybe two or three episodes for this week. Uh, this episode will be focused on The Rise of Skywalker, the much, very eagerly awaited film to finish the saga of Skywalker's... I think we should probably before we before you sink further into your hall of desperation that I can see from the other side of the table that you're going into. Uh, we should probably say spoiler alert, even though it's been out a while. Yeah, if it's well, how long has it been now? Since well, since Christmas, and it's now it's been a couple. It's been a couple of months. So now, if you haven't seen it, early December, then uh, right, okay. I'm not going to say don't see it because like I, I don't like those people that are like, oh, you shouldn't see this film. You shouldn't like this film because everyone's got different tastes. You, you might love it. You might love it, yeah. I know some people... Some actually, people do love it. Do you love this film? No idea why. <laughs> but we'll get into that but in a minute. Yeah, that's a really hint of what, what is to come. So, uh, yes, I think... Yeah, let's literally just jump straight into it. So, William, what do you think of it? Um... <laughs> can I keep that as my answer? Because <laughs> yeah, I, okay. that, that, I think that's appropriate for that, this movie. Yeah, it's... I feel that this is a massive mess. Because we, we went to see this opening night. Yes, we did. We, Midnight screening, we which saw, was fun. Yeah, uh, we took uh, you, me, and our friend... Friend? Friend, friend James uh, to see it opening night. Um, it's the second film that I've seen opening night. The first one I saw. It was the first one I've seen opening night. Really? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I've been um, to late screenings before, but never a midnight... Yeah. Opening night screening. I saw Endgame opening night. And mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be making... I think making, I saw it a day after. Yeah. I went to see it on my own. I think I'm going to be making a lot of comparisons between the two. Not only because they're both the ending of a massive saga. Mm. Both are very successful Also made by the same company. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that Technically. Another, that's another thing. Like, how can you... Yeah, right. So... Yeah, not only because they're the ending of the saga, they're by the same company, and also just how, how to do it right and how to do it wrong. And there's also a lot of very similar, uh, sim- well, simple, similar scenes, let's say. Similar, similar um, story themes. Beam, uh, Th- beats themes, and themes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. With the kind of overarching thematical sense of this movie is very similar to Endgame. Yeah. Uh, and I guess also in this episode we'll talk about the uh, uh, the Trevorrow leaked script that we could do it maybe at the end of this little re- review yes, of the I, film. Yes, I that would be a good idea because I also have some um, uh, concept art mm. that I would love to look yes, through with you because it's very very interesting. There's some very good concept art. Well, I mean, would I want to get onto the uh, Trevorrow stuff later on in the episode after we've done what our thoughts are of the main film, what we could do to improve and blah blah blah, and then we'll go into that. Um, but yeah, it's very interesting what has come out about it, and even the actually lead script as well. Didn't realise so. I'd saved that many posts of concept art, but I have, so we'll go through those later. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, right. Um, 
what can we go? I'm gonna try. Right, I'm gonna try and go through the positives of this film first because before we complain too much yeah, and bore I, people, I, really, I think it's probably a good idea. Because want, believe it or not, there are some good bits of this film. Yes, and bits I did enjoy. Yes. And I'm, I was on it when we saw it twice actually. We, we saw did, it yes. Night, and then we saw it when our friend Tom came around and saw it with us. Yeah. And which was about what three, two, two, three days later, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I really did try so hard to enjoy this film. I tried, yeah, second time around. I remember, and I think I remember saying to you, I really tried hard to turn off my brain. Yeah. And just sit in the cinema and just enjoy a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And. Will I say I got a little bit more enjoyment out of the second time watching it? Yeah, maybe a little bit. I didn't. You didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. I don't blame you. <laughs> but there was still... It's... I would say up until, like, the... I could... I had an okay time with it up until the third act. And then yeah. the third act comes along and I, I just kind of bring home... It brings home, like, this... Yeah, anyway, we'll I get feel, into... I feel like this film, it has glimpses glimpses of my god that is amazing that I could see what they're trying to do well here's a question what were some of the things having seen the first two in this trilogy what things did you want to see in Rise of Skywalker what did I want to see Um, let's say three things you wanted to see (sighs) it's hard shall I give you mine I'm I'm trying to think of what my mindset was before this like I go I can definitely say what I didn't want to see, which ended up happening. <laughs> but what I wanted to see was good, you know, good visual effects. I wanted there to be a good, simple story, but also like sort of like maybe bringing back. I'm going to be complaining a lot about nostalgia in this film and how it's done badly. But I did want nostalgia to be like, oh my god, you know, again, like Endgame. You know, the final battle in that, like, with all the heroes coming back and it's sort of, like, you know, culminating into this one final bit. It, again, it had glimpses of that, but it did rely on a lot of just naff. And when it did have those moments of greatness, it wasn't long enough. They pass over your head too easily. So, because I feel this yeah. film is, like, an entire trilogy in itself. Yeah, it just crammed into one. It's... It's most certainly a. It's most certainly two movies in one, mm. uh, but having you actually say that now, I can. You could make a case that this is a trilogy in one movie. Yeah, definitely with the amount of the story that is being told here. Yeah, uh, my three things that I wanted to see were, um, I wanted to see. Um, the core three new characters together. Yes, which I, we got. I agree with that. We can take that one off. We got it. Yeah, it might. We'll get, it was done well. Yeah, we'll yeah. get into that in a minute. But we got that. Yep. Uh, I wanted more world building as far as Star Wars was concerned. And again, they kind we of we did ticked. that. We did that. Yeah, that box was ticked again. Yeah. Um, wasn't. I, I would say that, that those two things were were well done in this movie yeah but the the con the, the sort of context they were put in doesn't help no uh, and as for a third thing 
oh, it's really hard to cast my mind back now having seen yeah. the movie to kind of th- going in fresh of what this was yeah yeah because um, I got to admit the trailers before oh and the, oh, and the was... other thing I wanted to see if yeah. I wanted to see anything was Anakin Skywalker as a force ghost yeah or some sort of vision I think a lot of people did want like and again a whole force ghost scene we I see I didn't no. I would have thought that would have been too cheesy no I don't think it would have worked it I mean, works in Endgame. I think, I think anything can be done well if it is done well. I mean, obviously, but like you know, you've got again going to compare it to Endgame. Like the ending, you have a bloody man that can swing webs, a giant man with a woman riding a bloody Pegasus fighting a guy that wants to get six colourful stones that controls the universe. That sounds bloody ridiculous. Yeah, but it works. Because everything that's built up to it was very good, but this is like, I think I feel they could have done the Force Ghost thing, but if they like, I don't know, built up to it, and they had, I don't know, a better villain, like something better to. Okay, right. I, I, I there was so many things that I really disliked. I think, about I the think film. they, I think they did the Force. Like, obviously, they had the the ending of the movie, which I'm sure we'll get on to. Mm. Um, later down the line as we sort of explain our way through all of the points that we will ramble about no doubt about this movie yeah. but I think I, I re- the reason I really wanted to see Anakin Skywalker is A I wanted Hayden Christian to have another chance of playing him yeah. in a setting that wasn't really badly written because yeah. actually the acting and the level of acting in these movies uh, which we'll get onto in a second because yeah. it's the first point I've got written down here is actually really good. I uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say. So I wanted a second chance for him, and also he's kind of he's kind of important to the story. Well, yeah, <laughs> and and Kylo's story as well. So yeah. I would have liked to have seen if um, if yeah. anybody was going to come back as a Force ghost, and we'll get onto who we got in the end. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him yeah. come back. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I do agree with that like, because say... it also made the most sense for. I think Ray's character, and it made the most sense for Kylo's character for yeah. him the, f- to be the one that appears. Definitely, I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say I want to go through the the points that I liked, and yeah, again, spoilers because I'm literally just going to be jumping around all the place. I have no, it's been a while since we have seen it, but I, I remember the main beats. Uh, so yeah, I'd say acting is great for what and, they're given. Yeah, and going back to my point of what I wanted to see with the three new characters, the chemistry yeah. between them is really good in this movie. The opening kind of 15 yeah. minutes or so, we get what we really needed from this trilogy. Yeah. Right from the start, which was... Well, maybe not right from the start, because as we've discussed, Force Awakens works okay as a movie. Yeah. But definitely from the start of the last movie onwards, we needed to see the three of them together more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And build the chemistry of having this sort of new team of heroes to go along with. Yeah. Um, you very much lose something when you separate them out. Yeah. as far as building them as the heroes of this story most definitely uh, and this goes back into the, the shoving nostalgia down our throats and, and having a bad balance between new stuff and nostalgia yeah um, but the first few minutes of this movie we get that we get Finn, Ray and Poe mm. being Finn, Ray and Poe and hanging out and yeah, hanging yeah. out in the resistance like, and it's really good yeah you have like the whole like scene where like Poe is captain in well captain in the Millennium Falcon Millennium Falcon uh, with Finn on board and they're you know with Chewie and they go in to collect some sort of information about like a spy which they're fine <sighs> yeah but that, that's a bit that little bit is, is okay but like the whole 
we'll, we'll say, we, like, we get a we get a sort of um, what I would say is your typical Star Wars chase scene. Yeah, space chase scene out of it. I, I didn't mind the whole like quick light jumping, like speed jumping to different points of like different planets. But uh, when we were talking about like this film as a trilogy in one, that could have been one. Just going from planet to planet to planet to planet for an entire film, seeing different. You know, it's a it's a galaxy. There's so much to explore. We get more new planets in that uh, ten seconds of vid than we did than we do in the entire trilogy. Yeah, so it's like you know, I like the idea, which you know will become a very basic thing that we'll complain about. We like the ideas. It's about the execution of the time. Yeah. Um, So yeah, like the the acting's great. I feel for what they're given, but like the whole how how. Just, it was right in general I don't think it was really good what else did I like uh, I liked the soundtrack obviously John Williams coming back again it, it's I can't really complain mm-hmm. about any of the Star Wars songs or themes the music scores. from this movie yeah. are brilliant it, 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 there's no like I, I love the fact that it's spoiler well it's not even a spoiler that he's back but the Emperor is back and I love the fact that they brought his theme back from the prequels? No, um, from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Like, yeah, from they Return brought the that Jedi. theme back. It's brilliant. I loved it. That whole again, nostalgia. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm listening to this again. And it's really sinister and oh shit, yeah, he's back. Even though I don't think it was good that he was back. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else did I like? Uh, I'd say uh, Han coming back to see Kylo Ren. I thought that was probably the best scene out of the entire film. Um, it was very surprising to see Harrison Ford come back as Han Solo because that was very <laughs> I wonder how much money they paid him. Oh, God. Do you think he was paid more than Luke Skywalker in The Force Awakens? <laughs> probably. 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 Yeah. And more than he was paid in the first movie. How much? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. To do a whole movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that, regardless of, like, whether he hated the franchise or not, the fact that he did come back and was like, yeah, I agreed to do this little bit, which is absolutely fantastic, I was like, that is incredible. I love the scene where, yeah, again, that little nostalgic bit where he's like, I know. When it's Kyle a really read, good scene. Yeah. It, in so many ways, it parallels, that's, it's the perfect way, in a way, to do nostalgia. Mm. It's, it's not a. It's not throwing it It's down not a direct. Or... It's not a direct reference. It's yeah. a. It's a, more of an idea. How, yeah. how am I trying to explain this? It's it's more of like. It fits to the story well, rather yeah. than just being like, oh look over there, there's a thing. Yeah. That you remember. Yeah, because you can talk about Han saying I know and and he being there and him yeah. giving the pet talk. More than anything, just parallels the shot. They're yeah. standing in the same place of when he killed him. Well, no, they're standing in a similar place to where they killed him. Yeah. It's on a completely different planet, but it's the same setup. It's in a lighter colour rather than the darkness of the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. There's just so much there Yeah. that works. I, I, I feel that Kylo Ren's entire arc in this, this trilogy is the best thing about it. Yeah. Without a doubt. 
um, because despite the know, fact I still have problems with his origins well, but yeah he, it's, it's not perfect well, I don't think no, Darth Vader's perfect no one's perfect but it's yeah the, the whole arc with Kylo Ren try, you know being tempted by the light rather than the dark and then finally accepting and you know, throwing his lightsaber into the water and finally giving it's up it's a good yeah finally giving up the dark side and or, yeah. or the, the fight or whatever but he's what I love about his story in this is that he's it's it's different enough yeah that it keeps you obviously interested if you think it's the best part but it's still very much Star Wars yeah. <laughs> I, I like the fact also that um, Han Solo didn't come back as a force ghost because that wouldn't have made sense in the slightest I love it that he's a memory or this sort of hallucination in Ben's I, mind I wouldn't have I like the idea that it's still somehow the force like yeah. it's, but it's Ben's mind. Yeah, yeah, it's doing Ben's it mind rather than rather than the, like the act. Yeah. rather than it actually being Han. Yeah, yeah. as a ghost there. Yeah, um, because obviously he's not a Force wielder, so it doesn't make any sense for that to be mm. the case. He's always been like a cynic towards the Force, but then obviously accepting it finally. Um, but also, sort of linked in with that whole scene, I really liked um, how Ben turns back. Is obviously when Princess Leia passes away, and sure, she uses all of the energy left in her body to, to sort of sacrifice herself to mm. finally bring Ben back. I love that. That's brilliant. I saw a I saw an Instagram post today. Yeah. Now that you've just jogged my memory of this, talking about Kylo's story. Yeah. But um, it was talking about how the original three were used. Yeah. And it had parallel shots. I think there was like three panels that you could swipe. And it had, obviously, Han as the first one, Luke as the second one, Leia as the third one, in the order that they have the most impact in the movies. Mm. Um, although Leia's sort of there throughout all three. but um, And it basically just simply was captioned, their purpose was to bring him back to the light. Yeah. That it took all three of them to that's bring great. him yeah. back from the light. Really and like that's that. really awesome, and it's a really cool thing. The trouble is, it's not clear in the movies. There's all this other stuff that yeah. is shoved in between it that pulls I you think, every which way. Uh, I, I'm going to try and stay on to the whole layer situation. So how did you feel about the use of layer in this film? I like it. Yeah. I like it. Because obviously she's passed away. And yeah. They had to reuse footage from The Force Awakens and I think some from Last Jedi to make her lines of dialogue and stuff like that. So I think it was well, done well enough. Um, as well as it could have yeah gone. it's a little bit wooden at points like the, the you don't get the physical interaction there the cuts are a little bit obvious I feel yeah there are also which is some, just is sort of unavoidable from in what way. I can remember there are some points where like someone goes up to ask her something and she just says this very generic line yeah like ah droids would be droids or whatever and it's sort of like well, I mean, she's there to be there so I kind of want to sort of ask the question to maybe the audience and I want to get their opinion as well is that would it have been better to just not use her in general because what, well, the, what the, if the, the trouble is is they shot themselves and well it, it's just it's, it's something that it was just it was done. just the unfortunate timing yeah. of her passing and it's because all, she was clearly going to be the main yeah hit like person in this movie yeah. they weren't going to bring back Luke in any capacity they weren't going to do any of this it was going to be a very layer focused yeah. thing and maybe it would have been a better movie and it's just, as a consequence yeah, I'm, I'm just but, trying to think that like w- would it 
instead of just bringing her back and trying to force these little scenes with her in, would it have just been better to rewrite just, it? Well, rewrite without her in it. Yeah. Just like have, yeah. Instead of trying to do something good with her, it might have been better without her. Like imagine if, like in the opening crawl, it says our princess has passed and it just goes through like that a, would have been emotional yeah that you and then like sort of maybe the opening scenes start like, with layers you, passing start with layers passing and just sort of have like the whole rebel alliance and war resistance just sort of mourning and like maybe have a okay end game again the opening third is this really depressing scenario that everyone's in everyone's very confused and what to do they have no one to like sort of look up to mm. and then that's probably what gives them the motivation that yeah no matter how much crap happens we've still got each other you know and then obviously Poe could have stood up and been like right okay I, I can I'm going to try and take this all by the scruff of the neck and then we're going to go from here we're going to do this together I guess it would have really yeah. worked for his character evolution as yeah. well yeah and like, his arc, kind of if happens. he had to stand up and take charge and yeah. take on the responsibility of being the one like, to lead. That kind of happens at the end of this film, where like obviously Leia does pass away, and then obviously they're having that mourning scene, and then obviously like you know Poe comes in and like oh, okay the Emperor's back and we've got a and he's got like all these and also, things. And... On the kind of the Emperor coming back, it would have made a lot more sense in my opinion to do it the way you just said because also it would. And I'm not saying this because I, I want to offend Carrie Fisher or anything, but it would have cut out one of the nostalgia things that holds these trilogies back, in my opinion. With Leia, with Leia's passing being recognised and you moving on within the first scene, it allows and puts the emphasis on the new characters to carry the story. And we wouldn't cut back to, you know, Leia as much. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But then again, being J.J. Abrams, he probably just would have forced more Luke in there. But they might have been like, you know, by Lucasfilm's been like, right, we have to use or get a layer moment in. So from what they did with it, yes, yeah, I think it was as best as they could have done. Which the th- well, the thing is, is that it was clearly you know one of the things we've mentioned before, and we'll touch on it again, I'm sure, before the end of this podcast is that there's no overarching plan for these movies, and it's really one of the things Absolutely. that holds it down. It really yeah. holds it down. But it could have been a real blessing, like you just said, with the passing of Carrie Fisher, because they could have stopped and said, well, hang on, we were going to do this with the film. We were going to have Leia as the main hit, uh, the main returning old character, yeah. her being a mentor. It's unfortunate that we don't get to do all those things now, but we can rewrite something new. Yeah. And, it's... and they had the opportunity to do it. And I don't know how much... They may have it may have taken too long for them to rewrite the script. Yeah. Um, so, and at points, this movie does really feel like it is a series of scripts that have been bolted together. Yeah, most definitely. And it's like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say right away, like, obviously the script we both agree is pretty dog. And, like, and I, I, re- <laughs> I realised who was the guy that wrote us, and this is the same guy that wrote Batman vs Superman and Justice League. Yeah. And it shows how, as well. How does this motherfucker still have a job? Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not saying that I'm a better writer or I've never written anything, but like, I don't have to be a writer to understand what is good writing, bad writing. And I'm, again, like, if people do love this film, love the writing, fine. I, I don't really want to like sort of try and force an opinion on you or try and make you think any differently. I just really 
dislike to like the amount of jumbled stories or so not very concise in storytelling at all there's no end mm. goal or anything like that and I I think okay I'm going to say last two things that I either liked and that was probably the new droid Dio which again just merchandising merchandising cute oh, droid well. best way uh, yeah. to do cute whatever they did that at BBA fine I found it quite funny and probably Babu Freak as well. That Babu Freak was pretty cool, yeah. He was, he was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, You've got to have those Star Wars characters in there. Yeah. Uh, on new characters, yeah. just while we're on it, um, I love some of the, the people that popped up as the Rebellion uh, lackeys, if you will, for want mm. of a better word, or soldiers, pilots. Yeah. It was really interesting to see them. Um, we I talked about this before in one of the previous ones about how Finn's story could have been really awesome if they'd focus more in the, on the life of a stormtrooper and the date you know kind of like what it's what the Star Wars world is like from a stormtrooper's perspective yeah and they kind of miss the opportunity but they sort of brush it in this movie of having you view the situation from not the main characters not the new main characters but the rebels the new rebel characters that are in this yeah um, and that was kind of there in the original trilogy you had people like um Oh, his name escapes me now. The the pilot in the third film, uh, Wes, was it? Where Wes and Tully's? Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So you had like people like him, but you never <laughs> you never explored you never explored his actual point of view. He was just there, but you felt like a connection with this person. That's just this person who's thrust into this. Yeah, I do find that quite funny. Though, and they kind of went a step further with in this movie, but then again they. They touched on it, yeah, but they very quickly veer away. I, from I do it. find that quite funny though, because the, the the part where Wed, where's uh, Wedge, where his name is, it comes back. The actor who plays him is uh, Ewan McGregor's uncle, I think. Yeah, and he despised Sp- <laughs> Star Wars. I was about to say Spider Man. Sorry. Oh, another so, one. Yeah. So again, how much did they pay yeah, him? Yeah, <laughs> sort of, sort of, I know all these people that have vocally stated they dislike Star Wars. Like apparently um, he even went up to Ewan McGregor and was like, no, don't do this. Don't be a part of Star Wars because it will I don't know, ruin your life. I, I'm very like... In hindsight, that might have been a good idea, but yeah, but, <laughs> but then we wouldn't have the Obi-Wan series coming. The best thing about yeah. the prequels and what, what looks to be really good. A series, series yeah. yeah. Which is what I've been desperate for. I think everyone's been desperate for. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, I just find that really odd. I'll say another thing. Well, okay, I just remembered another thing. Another like good character introduction, even though he didn't have much of a role. And I feel that if he was the main imperial officer, he would have been much better than Hux. And that is um, what's his name? He's in Logan. <laughs> uh, you know, you know. What I mean, the the guy that was in charge. He was brought in, uh, and he like killed, well killed Hux. That, that Imperial Officer. Why is it when we... I've in real life. You get to these situations and you just forget the actor's name. I'm, I'm going to look at that. Just keep talking. I'm just going to write that. <laughs> oh. But he was very menacing. He reminded me a lot of Tarkin. Um, I didn't realise he was in the original trilogy. Really? Yes. You're joking. No, he was. He was in the original trilogy. As a very, very young actor. As one of the sort of side generals. He doesn't appear much in Return of the Jedi, but he is there. That makes so better yeah which is why he has the, the little Richard E. Grant Richard E. Grant of course it is he, yeah. he goes to the store I used to work 
Just saying. He. <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. He. Um, <laughs> He uh, he's somebody you can spot around the Zorchester area quite a lot because yeah. he lives there. But yeah, yeah. Um, he he's in the he's in the movie and he has that scene where he kneels before the Emperor's hologram. Oh, and he's right. like, "I will serve you now as I served you in the old wars." And it's a callback. It's a cool little nostalgia callback. It's one of the times it works because it he was a side character in yeah. Return of the Jedi. That makes sense. Where he's been for the past thirty years? Why couldn't he have been Hux's character? Why not? Or even make him the main villain. Oh, you know, we should fucking write a Star Wars film. That would be brilliant. Make him because the new make him the new General Thrawn. Thrawn? I don't really know much about Thrawn, but I've heard he's great. Thrawn is a character that everybody loves. I'm not saying use him as a character because yeah. he's got his own thing. But I feel he would have been someone that, you know, he's been there, seen it, done it, know what is required to be part of the Galactic Empire. So for him to be, like, there as the big boss... Kylo Ren, you'd understand if he was to take orders from him. Not just this yeah. same-aged, annoying brat that just screams all the time and just tries to be threatening. Like Do you know Hux's. what a really cool idea behind this is? Is If he's a follower of the Emperor, but how's about if we make the main villain of the Star Wars trilogy not a Force user? Yeah. Just have him as this guy who follows... He's effectively like a cultist leader or an extremist. Yeah. He follows a certain set of rules to his death. I think that's why a lot of... Um, and have and it would have been cool to have this world, after what happened in Return of the Jedi, be a world that's very sceptical of the Force and yeah. one that doesn't trust it because guess what? We had a Force wielder ruling the galaxy and they were a pretty mean bunch of people. Yeah. And, and then have Rey or whoever the main character would be yeah. keep it as Rey because I do like Rey as a character but have her growing up in a world that despises Force the Force yeah. that would have been a much more interesting trilogy yeah yeah definitely and you could find a way to put Kylo in there because I, I think Kylo's story I, I really, really like Kylo uh, like he I, I've probably stated before that he's my second favourite villain out of the whole Star Wars trilogy uh, franchise even who's first Darth Vader Darth Vader definitely first then it's probably Ben then it's probably third the Emperor but no not the Emperor in this <laughs> the Emperor in the, uh, the prequels just, and the, any other uh, Star Wars movie well, well yeah, any other Star Wars movie but like I feel the best Emperor we got was literally just Return of the Jedi like he was sort of like he was down. he was pretty good in Revenge of the Sith I feel yeah I think maybe despite seeing him fight but apart from that, he's acted really well. And, yeah, I and you like see his kind of drop really his shade of a, a, a well-spoken senator into this madman who... Yeah, just corrupt. Yeah, he's just wanting who is bad to the bone, and that's very cool. So, yeah, I feel that's all of the things that I'm very positive about. Uh, yeah. Have you got any more? <laughs> Please, um, I, really, I, just I just wanted to... I like the fact that they used C-3PO in this movie quite a lot. Um... Well, because and the reason I like it I'm not saying it was well done yeah but yeah, okay. the reason I like it is it, it, for me that's a better nostalgia pick if you're going to have a, a character with a storyline that's nostalgic that you're going to link things to in my opinion it's better to use a droid than it is one of the original humanoid cast members because I think you get more out of it because you can have the goofy parts you can have um the comic relief um you can have the serious bits and you can have him as a font of knowledge or, or you can have him as discovering new things and... i feel in this film he was literally just a walking gag machine 
Yeah, I can see. I, I can understand see he has been throughout the like, entire saga, but, but I feel it was very film, in your face in this film. In this film, I, I literally only laughed at maybe two jokes, and one of the jokes was like they got to the the, the desert, like uh, bloody planet where they were like having like a festival sort of yeah. thing and he like mentioned something and then he just turns around because everyone's looking at him I found that really funny <laughs> and then the second one is when they like went into the pit and then he was like oh uh, you didn't ask if I was okay but I'm alright like <laughs> he's such a needy machine but other than that I just found him to be this like oh hello over here I'm me I'm C3P remember me I'm, I'm important just like senpai notice me he was just this really overly. Knows me. <laughs> he, yeah, I just felt he was this really over, over overbearing. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're funny, but I felt like Han Solo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I just felt yeah. Other than that, and the, but they could have used this as an opportunity to have C three PO. Normally, this gag, joke filled not serious person or droid sorry um and just made him have this really you know dramatic moment which yeah. they tried to but it fell flat on his face yeah i feel um um so yeah see people i kind of liked but what i what i the last thing i have got on this that i did like and this will link to something that i really don't like later mm-hmm. but the old death star fight in this movie I know that you maybe it's not yeah. your favourite fight, but I feel it was. It's not my favourite fight in the whole series, but in this film, it's probably the best. fight. The reason I like it is the same reason that I really like the fight in A Force Awakens, and I think yeah. I mentioned in the podcast. I love the way that there's environmental interaction. Yeah. In it, which doesn't happen a lot in these Star Wars movies. Yeah, it yeah, pretty yeah. much never happens in the prequels. Maybe apart from. Obi-Wan versus Anakin in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it's maybe the only stuff. one that yeah, does yeah. it. It don't, doesn't really happen in the original trilogy at all because all yeah. of the fights are in corridors. And, and also, things. like, you couldn't really do anything when and, they were making yeah, it at that time. Which lim- is fair enough. Limited special effects yeah. budget. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I really loved like, the whole I, I, but Yeah, I, I love the fact that they're just... they, they we, In this trilogy, we had two fights that were, um, you know in an environment that we haven't seen before and it just it adds something to the fight I'd say ah, the fight is kind of good like that's obviously the best bit but I'd say like you know sort of sneaking into like the territory of what I didn't like is I really didn't like the first fight I think it was the first fight yeah it was where they were like dancing around bloody Darth Vader's helmet and oh we'll get to the fucking I really didn't like that yeah because not necessarily in context but the way it was shot it was shot in a way it was so up close and like to the floor and there's so many different camera angles and changes you were just like this is so I'm discombobulating mate just focus like have these you know I'm, I'm bloody spoiled with like you know having all these great films coming out recently like bloody 1917 where they're literally just one entire shot really panned out so you can see all the action it's sort of but then when you go from 1917 to remembering like all these other films chop and changing just, of close quarters yeah Jesus Christ it's so exhausting and yeah. crap and and that's the oh, that's, you just said the perfect word for how I feel about the lightsabers in these movies exhausting it's exhausting every yeah. single time they need a, 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 a an action beat they need something cool to keep the viewer's attention involved pop a lightsaber yeah 
And I, I'm going to re-say the point that I've already oh. said, I think, in both of the previous podcasts yeah. we've done about the new Star Wars trilogy. They're not special anymore. Yeah. They're overused and they're not important anymore yeah. in the Star Wars mythos. They've it, been demystified. That's what's happened. It was fine to have them in the prequels because obviously there's bloody millions of Jedis and obviously they would have had millions of bloody lightsabers oh and I, I don't excuse the prequels from this either yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did their own damage yeah. but at least it's almost as if Lucasfilm had no idea what made stuff special about it they didn't they, they didn't, didn't understand no. you know they tried to make you know this trilogy an extended on the original which you know I prefer but when you know you know, they didn't think of the reason why people love lightsaber fights and like force and everything like that they were just literally like oh well they used a bunch of lightsabers in the prequels therefore we should be able to well, no it's yeah. not that's not how it works it's it's interesting that we're sitting here talking about now the idea of like thinking about what's going to get the audience excited and what yeah. they, they like about the movies that have come before because it's that that's one of the big problems with these three movies is that they completely miss the mark on what people want. Yeah. They think they want these old characters interacting with our new characters. That's... They think that we want all this nostalgia to do with their story that is already yeah. complete. When really what we want is we want to be able to feel how it felt when we first experienced the lightsaber. Like when Luke first turned it on in A New Hope yeah. or when you first saw... Darth Vader when this yeah. red light comes up against everyone like holy shit yeah. this is a thing I yeah. remember but not just because right and okay, people I, say you know it's hard to recapture that magic it's possible yeah it's definitely I mean, possible I, I'd under, I wouldn't mind it if it didn't work but you could see what they were trying to do yeah again instead I of just like, yeah. I like this I, I've probably mentioned it before I'd rather have a last Jedi that was like taking a massive big swing and it misses in a lot of people's cases rather than this which is just it felt right okay the perfect way to describe this film is that they got a notepad and they were like right what do people want lightsabers tick what do people want the emperor tick the emperor tick what do people want force Uh, lightning tick force lightning tick right in Uh, abundance what what else do people want Uh, Kylo Ren but he hasn't got his helmet but we'll give him a helmet and tick they were just doing to, oh Chewbacca having a fucking medal tick because apparently that was a thing that people cared about they, oh God. people only cared about that when no, no one did ever giving Chewbacca a medal that was just a joke do you know what more do you know what more impact it would have if Chewie actually died and they lay a medal on his coffin I know I just went super dark with that but that's like but again, would would it? No, not really. I don't. But, no, I mean that probably would have made more sense. But just for this, we're, right? Okay, I think we've gotten into the, the the things we didn't like anymore. But like the whole like medal thing, it was trying to like I get it because nostalgia. This is what you've been asking for. No, not really. It's no one really wanted this. You're just and who who is Maz? Who is she? <laughs> who is yeah, she? Who is she? Where did she get Luke's lightsaber? (laughs) A good question for a different time. time. When is the time? (laughs) Woman! Alright, um... Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
I think that's another thing. Right, okay, I'm going to get onto the Emperor because that is the worst thing that they could have done. Lay it on me. Why is he back? <laughs> shall I, How? Shall I tell you why I believe he's back? And I think it's fairly obvious why he's back. There's like, there's two ways of, um, there's basically like, there's two ways of kind of doing villainry in, yeah. in films and in books and in, well, in stories. And that is, you've got kind of the, the immovable force that is pure evil. Yeah. That obviously is very much a Star Wars trope with the Sith. It's kind of their whole gig. Yeah. It's kind of why they're all moody and stuff. And it's very clear to me that J.J. Abrams, when he planned, because I do believe he had a plan for these three movies, but he had them up here in his head. He did not tell anyone about them, and he didn't write them down or anything. Um, I'm so on a seesaw with this, because I'm I'm beginning to dislike J.J. Abrams more and more, because all he does is just nostalgia. I don't think, I can't really... I haven't watched all of his films, but like I remember watching Star Trek Into Darkness... And initially thinking, that was a good film, I liked it. But I couldn't really understand why a lot of Star Trekkies, like full-on Trekkies, hated the film. Mm. I now understand, because all it was is just a beat-for-beat, same thing. Of the original. And pretty, it's so convoluted, with so many different stories, and bringing back old characters, even though they said they weren't going to. And if you were to tell me that in, when when did Lucas film? be bought by Disney 2014 yeah. 2013 2012 whatever a couple of years before they released yeah if you were to tell me that at that time they were like right we're going to do this story and the main villain is going to be the emperor bullshit yeah you're chatting out of your ass. there's no way that they the had, emperor was they had their, their new main big bad and that was Snoke and it was very clear that well, just Kylo well, no, I think that Snoke was going to be... He was going to be. ...the big guy. He was like, going to be the em- as the Emperor was, because that's what I'm saying with the sort of storytelling thing. That's one way to write a story. Yeah. Is you have you have the big bad, and then yeah. you have his lackeys. Kylo yeah, is yeah. the lackey. Now, the lackeys can be a bit more free to do what they want, and you can do a bit more story character change with them. Yeah, As yeah. long as you have that, you know, true north point of this is evil this yeah, is yeah, what yeah. you're fighting against yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not the force it's not kylo it's this guy this is the guy and i feel they, they were trying to well ryan johnson i felt had a really good idea of just being like right okay this is what people expect but not necessarily he hates the idea but he wanted to turn it on its head regardless of whether you like it or not and i felt it was going in such an interesting way is that okay then so we Snoke could have been better. We could have seen him more you can menacing. Do, yeah, him. you can do the big but bad story as well. He wanted Kylo Ren to be the big bad. The inevitable yeah. person that you finally come up against. But Disney just... Well, I wouldn't say even Disney because it's Lucasfilms. It's Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. They just didn't have a fucking backbone. They were just like, oh God, people didn't like what happened here, so we have to cater to them. No. That's but, the worst thing you could have done. But do you know what it is? It's 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 lazy storytelling. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Now, you can do the big bad trope, and you can do it well. The Emperor from the original the trilogy. But they, they tried so to, many other things. They, they tried to do the opposite in this. So, obviously, you had like, a new hope, introduced Darth Vader, and, and uh, Empire Strikes, but have Darth Vader as the main villain, but hints of 
the emperor more powerful and then ending is the big bad and then Darth Vader but they tried to do like the return of the Jedi first and then Empire Strikes Back that's what I think Rian Johnson was trying to do he wanted to do the Empire Strikes Back as the last film so there was no like a second man which I feel could have worked but I think I think you said it earlier I think he just he just liked Kylo more as a character And he was like, "No, I'm going to put my all my chips on the table with this guy because yeah. I think that's better storytelling." And it's like, like you, you uh, maybe he was like, "Well, you've done this. This we know this works because the original Star Wars trilogy, the Lord of the Rings trilogy, does it. Yeah, all these great, you know, big bads. The big bad thing works. It's a, it's a, yeah. Is it an old trope? Yeah, but well, at the end of the day, what's this against? It's against light versus dark. Yeah, you can't get more simple than that. Yes, yeah. you can have that as a good story, but." Let's not do that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you can do it well, but it's going to be a little bit like... Some people are going to shrug their shoulders and be like, ah, well, we've been here before, just with different characters. Yeah. So I think he was really trying to go, no, let's focus on this guy as the main yeah. villain. Somebody who isn't completely bad. So, and that's the other way of storytelling, where you have evil that is not complete evil. That's, yeah, not, yeah. that's not completely corrupt evil. It's evil with a moral... Compass. compass yeah 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 and that's a very broken moral compass yeah but a, but some yeah. sort of you know some sort of I guess it's the difference between like lawful evil and chaotic evil yeah. but it's yeah so I think that that is really interesting and it would have been different for Star Wars to go that way the simple thing is is that it's clear that the powers that be when it came to this third movie in the trilogy they just, they, just, they, just they, they didn't want to put the effort in into doing that and also, it's it was it like, was easier for them to explain everything by having the most powerful character that Star Wars has ever had come back, yeah. because of course he's going to be there because he's the big bad. Yeah. But the big trouble I have with it is, yeah. his story is already complete. Yeah. I think I've said and it before. Bring, right, okay, this is another bringing back the Emperor completely destroys the original trilogy. What's the fucking point? It makes it pointless. Yeah. So Darth Vader's redemption arc pointless. Right. The Emperor's original plan his, to build his, two Death Stars is pointless because it wasn't obviously his, his, like his, his whole redemption. It wasn't his end game, yeah. apparently. Yeah, whole, Darth Vader's whole redemption up completely useless now because he didn't, you know, bring balance because Emperor still survived somehow. Yeah. And they, again, they just do not explain it. Yeah. And what really annoys me is what I've seen recently is, that, well, recently, kind of like within a month or something like that, is when they had. Um, like the tour panels and whatever, and they had the bloody writer. And someone asked him, right, how does Emperor come back? And he basically just says, oh, well, the dark side of the force is a pathway to... You're just fucking quoting the Emperor. Give us a reason. That's like Marvel basically being like, right, so how dangerous is Thanos going to be? And he's like, uh, and Kevin Feige's like, oh, uh, well, he, he knows what it's like to lose, to feel so... Uh, desperately that you're right and yet it failed so you're just quoting Thanos <laughs> you're just quoting the characters you're just, yeah you're, that's not a reason like oh, that really <laughs> I really just don't like that you just you again it just shows you have no idea what you're doing no you're using yeah it's it's cheap story writing yeah that's what it it, it, you're just trying to find a way out and obviously like you you say in that quote it's obviously going to give these like people like oh look he's, he said the thing he said the quote Look at him! He knows what he's doing. No, he doesn't. Hey, hey, hey. he gets this character. He gets, no, he doesn't. He's he, just watched the previous films. Yeah. Oh, God. It's, it reminds me... Right, okay, then. You've seen Game of Thrones, right? Yes, I have. What was more of a fucked ending? Game of Thrones or Rise of Skywalker? Oh, Rise of Skywalker, 100%. Are you sure? Yes, because at least Game of Thrones somewhat makes sense. 
I really don't know. I it's really, not, I really don't know. I, I, <laughs> Game of Thrones makes as an ending is it makes sense. Everything that happens makes sense. But you might not like what happens, and oh my god, the season is so empty of any character. Mm. It's mind-boggling. Like, yeah, yeah. where does everybody go from the last season? It's literally just the main cast. There's nobody living in this world. Yeah. Or at least the feel of, of this world being alive disappears in that final season of Game of Thrones. And yes, okay, the writing in it, they played the very safe ending. They yeah. did a really safe ending. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people went manic that Danny died. I didn't care about Danny dying. I thought actually it's the perfect end to her character. Yeah. Because it's Game of Thrones. There's yeah. not going to be a happy ending. We could, we could do an entire episode of Game of Thrones. I just wanted to bring that up. Because I they... liked John's ending. I didn't like him killing Danny, but I liked yeah. John's ending. But yeah, we, we'll, we'll probably... We'll have to do a Game of Thrones episode, when, because there's too yeah, much to talk about. I think about, but... we'll do a Game of Thrones episode when probably a new series. Isn't they, aren't they doing a new series or something? I like don't that? know. It keeps getting cancelled and rebooted. Yeah. And but if there was something to do with Game of Thrones, or if we haven't got anything to talk about, yeah. we'll rewatch all of it. And Because, yeah, it's just these... It boggles my mind how that you can get one of the most iconic franchises of all time, TV and movie, and both fuck the ending up so badly. In my eyes, again, I I feel like I'm ranting a lot, but I don't want people to get up. Well, you can get upset either way, or I like it or dislike it. You probably don't like that. I like the Last Jedi, um, but there's more to like about yeah. the Last Jedi than there is about this movie. Yeah, it. I'm very 50-50 with The Last Jedi, as I said. I, I, yeah. I like half of it, and there's other bits that I'm like, I'm very, this isn't really well done. I know a lot of people have been like saying, oh, if you didn't like The Last Jedi, you'll love this, or if you loved The Last Jedi, you won't like this film. I'd like, no. <laughs> I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to know if anybody else didn't like The Last Jedi and also didn't like Rise of Skywalker. I mean, I kind of. You said you're 50 50. I'm so very you're 50 not, 50. You're not, you're not I'm about 80 20 to the bad side on this movie. I'm like 99 to 1. <laughs> 79 to 1. <laughs> but yeah, like, I would also say, like, in the second viewing of when we watched this, I was falling asleep in the first 45 minutes. You, I think you almost, like, nudged me trying to. You also were very tired because you'd worked the day before. Right? Yeah, I, I was very tired, but even you so, like, I, I could have, you know, if you put Endgame on, it's a longer film. How, how long is Rise of Skywalker? Two hours? Get two and a half hours. Okay, that's fine. Endgame is longer though, isn't but it? It's you, about you, three hours you, long. You, 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 yeah, it's literally... I had that's the first and most certainly second viewing. I was so incredibly bored. Because hmm. it's sort of... It's kind of fun. Ah, jumping from planet to planet and you have all these like, little things that are hinting towards what's coming up at the end. But it literally wasn't up until... Han Solo comes back in that scene and you have that really emotional moment where I'm like wow okay right something's happening better Something pay attention happened. oh god so I'm actually caring you know and I feel the first the first first viewing I had three moments where I was welling up I was like oh god this is this is getting me it was the Han Solo moment Princess Leia's death because and you're hearing Leia's Chewbacca death. just roar in this, it's you know, Wookiees roll all the time, but this one specifically, it was so heartfelt, and you could feel his pain because he's lost everyone now. Mm. Chewie's lost his, you know, best friend in Han Solo, you know, his other best friend in Luke, and now finally his princess. And you're like, oh Christ, man! And I guess the third, 
the third time I kind of well done again I'm going to compare it to Endgame because it's exactly that is when you know they're fighting in, in oh, where is it Exegol mm. the, the planet and you think all is lost and then there's literally oh on your left portals appear and there's a bunch of shape, ships just come through your side and then like the music blurts and it's like yes this is Star Wars I love it but then when I was saying earlier that was just cut so quickly it doesn't mean anything no no because apparently the Emperor can fire lightning into the sky <laughs> and destroy everything they should have done the lightning first and then the ships come in afterwards they shouldn't have done the lightning at all no they shouldn't have I'm just trying to you're just trying anything. to find things that make it better no. but yeah, I completely understand what you mean. Um, I didn't get teary at any of those moments <laughs> during this no, movie. No, that's fair enough. Um, and the main reason is, is not because I didn't appreciate the emotional beats. I did. Um, <laughs> it's because this movie's so messy and it chops and changes so much and it moves at a pace that is... Yeah. That it's you, a million hours You don't hour. have enough build-up to the emotional scenes and you don't have enough, uh, you know, uh, calm down after them. Or, you know, it doesn't feel like when an emotional moment hits that it's been coming. And and then you're not given enough time to reflect on it for it to sink in. Yeah, yeah. And and then when that gets that emotional moment gets avenged or resolved later in the story, as emotional beats tend to in movies and, and in storytelling, you haven't got that little bit of emotion stored down inside that yeah. then brings up this satisfying thing when it's resolved. Yeah, yeah. It's just it happens and the res- resolution happens and then we're moving on again and it's yeah it, I just there's, there's little moments where I'm like we oh, do you know what we, we haven't even talked about Ray yet fuck we're nearly an hour in <laughs> we haven't talked <coughs> Ray right. Palpatine oh it's so bad <laughs> so bad why does everyone have to be related <laughs> to everyone did I tell you about the um you know the scene at the end of the movie where um, uh, Lando... Yeah. Lando's back, by the way. Okay, yeah, Lando's um, back. He's great. I actually really like Lando. He's good. He he doesn't really... He's do the, he's, yeah, he's nostalgia. And I he's feel used he's, pretty well in this movie. If, if there's a line, and there's obviously good nostalgia, bad nostalgia... He's, he's right on the line. He's right on the line, but... Slightly in the good, good yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, he doesn't the really whole, whole service bit. the plot or the story, but... I really liked... He's there to lend he, advice, which is always yeah, good. Yeah, he... Perfect mentor to Poe. Yes. Or he could have been the one to step up in Lance. Yes. I think, you know, seeing him ride the Millennium Falcon again with Chewie when obviously they do that portals thing and they come back. I have no idea how they actually got there because obviously they needed the Wayfinder, but whatever. Um, but yeah, Lando finally flying the Millennium Falcon again. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. This is good nostalgia. Love it. You've got me. And obviously it's like, Fan service, yeah. People complain about fan service, but I'm a fan. I want to get served. Yeah, <laughs> serve yeah. me some fan service. Yeah, just, just don't, but don't give me a plate of shit. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't give me Ray Palpatine. Um, right, yeah. So that's a thing. Um, it's a thing. JJ Abrams again, again, just the just loves that thing. everybody is related and everything is. Yeah, it's just an entire galaxy. Not everyone has to be related to everyone. This is literally... Right, you know what? They should have called this film Rise of Palpatine. Because there's no Skywalkers left. There's a Palpatine. No, yeah. I don't give yeah. a shit. Right, I don't give a shit. Kylo if, dies. <laughs> I don't give a shit if Rey just ends up calling herself a Skywalker. You're still a Palpatine, blood. 
that's the biggest that's the biggest problem that I have with her she gets done so dirty in this movie yeah, I really liked and The I, Last Jedi I really felt bad for her because we get a female lead in a Star Wars movie mm. the little girls that have loved Star Wars all this year, yeah. all these years get an idol well they kind of yeah, really had one in Leia, Leia. But, yeah. but but somebody that actually wields a lightsaber well <laughs> I mean, saying that, Leia does technically wield a lightsaber in this. I completely forgot about that bit. Well, that was something that I liked. But yeah. it was horribly rushed into this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again... I didn't... liked the idea I like. Her... It makes sense that Luke would train her to be a Jedi. <laughs> Can I complain about something really quickly? Yeah. Right, so they basically bring in the idea that Leia is... Uh, has been training as a Jedi with Luke for years. But obviously, the reason why she doesn't become a Jedi anymore is because she has a vision of her son dying. Yeah. So she stops becoming a Jedi. Well, that was completely useless, wasn't it? He still dies up anyway. And the reason that he's there with Rey on Exegol is because she brings him back from the light. Yeah. From the dark side. So why kill so Ben? it's her fault anyway that he... Oh, I just... I don't... I'm really trying... The writing in this movie, I'm man. I'm trying so hard not to... Ugh. That's right. So, you're, you're keeping a lid on it so far. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but all the <laughs> points you're off. making make sense to me. And anyway, Ray Palpatine. Yeah. Here's the thing. So let's quickly talk about the end scene of this movie because I do actually like it. Uh, we see Ray yeah. land on Tatooine. Yeah. Um, she goes to the Skywalker hut, mm-hmm. which is cool. Love that. Yeah. We can see that it's been abandoned for obviously several years. Most yeah. of the, the sandstorms have covered it up and stuff, and that was really awesome. She goes to bury the Skywalker saber. Mm-hmm. Both of them, yeah. And uh, Leia's saber. Yeah. Uh, in the, in the, uh, the sand there. And she does do that. We see that she's made her own lightsaber. Oh, that, yeah, that's great. Out of, her, out of her own staff. Yeah. Which is... You wouldn't notice that. Which is great. You, that's more character development personally this, to Ray, then she gets seconds. in the entire movie I mean they kind of, they kind of do develop a character but it's not needed I like the such... idea that it's a yellow lightsaber because yeah. she is she's a guardian that kind of suits her I've seen people say that it's like somebody who's kind of both sides of the force which is it's not that's, yeah, if you that's wield a, a purple lightsaber or you're a grey Jedi never, I'm not I've never read up on grey Jedi so I don't know I don't but, really know much about what colour signifies what you are because all I know about that is apparently Mason, uh, not Mason, Samuel Jackson just went up to George Lucas and was like can I have a purple lightsaber yeah. and George Lucas was like yeah alright yeah. so, okay, that's how it started yeah absolutely right, <laughs> you get a different colour but I, what I love I mean the yellow lightsaber just to give you a couple of examples mm-hmm. um, were used by I said the temple guards the Jedi temple guards used yellow lightsabers mm-hmm. and they were used to signify kind of duty and yeah, guardianship yeah. And, and an idea and a sort of service to an idea um, which I guess suits Rey as a Jedi yeah. um, but also they have been used by Sith emperors um, those of you who have played the Old Republic games mm-hmm. and Knights of the Old Republic um, and Knights of the Eternal Throne yeah. the Eternal Throne were an empire led by a Sith Lord whose two sons wielded yellow lightsabers okay. so they've been used by both sides of the force I like the idea that Rey gets one because she's kind of her own thing Yeah, she's not really a Jedi she's just a force wielding user Yeah, and the other thing 
she takes the name Skywalker, as you said. That's the other big thing. Yeah, which yeah. I don't mind it. If she wasn't a Palpatine. Yes, and that, that's what I was just about to say. <laughs> like, I, I, I like the idea of it. It would have been a such good ending, but She's not when you're a blood relative. Yeah. Not when we've also, not when we've seen you shoot lightning, which never comes up again in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so and also right, that whole round, I've got a couple of points, is that I'm sorry, but if you're the I, I, and the trouble is, is it, like if she was the son of like, if she was an actual Skywalker and yeah. they went with that, then it would be more believable that she could hold back the light side of the Force because that is where Anakin ended up, that's where Luke yeah. ended up, that's where Kylo ended up. But the fact she's the most evil family, Ever. she is a blood relative of the most powerful Sith Lord that's yeah. lived. It, it makes the fact that she can hold it at bay un. It doesn't make any sense. believable sense. Yeah. It's not like she intends to shoot lightning around. It just happens. It happens, accident. yeah. And it's like, how? There's what? nobody around powerful enough to train her to stop that. Yeah. It, yeah, it's just... And, like, okay, if... Right. She's a Palpatine. Let's just it, it completely destroys her. And this is the big shame. It completely destroys her being her own thing. Yeah. She is now I connected really to two whole, Star Wars families. I really liked the whole, like, oh, it doesn't matter who you are. You're just a kid. You're yeah. just someone that the force just decides you're worthy. You're you were dirt traders. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter like, where you're, you're from. Your parents that, dropped you off because they couldn't afford to keep you. Like, that 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 it kind of reminds me that way of a bit of Spider Man. Doesn't matter who you are, whether you're a kid or whatever. You've got these powers. You're now responsible. Yeah. So just for it to be like, oh, now you have to be a blood relative. It just like it doesn't have any of that um, connectivity at all. And I'd say right. She's a Palpatine. It also it, it also shows that Disney do not understand how the Force works. No, not at all. And right, okay, yeah. So she's a Palpatine. We have to accept that. Let's accept that for sake's being. Why? If I was, oh, I don't know. This is so hard to because I don't want to compare it to Hitler because it's fucking stupid. But she, the lady that comes up to her and says, "Ray, who?" If I was Ray in that situation, and I was so like determined to be better than my grandfather, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm Palpatine," but instead of having this name like Voldemort or bloody Hitler again, like being this like awful thing to like remind you of stuff, just be like, "No, I'm gonna take this name and do stuff which then puts a good light on it." If you're a Palpatine, doesn't mean you're bad. That's the way to destroy somebody like that's that. That's destroying legacy. that legacy. Yeah. yeah, that's the way you could have done it. But now you're just literally admitting to the fact that, yeah, Palpatines are evil, but now we've also just got a Palpatine that's living, regardless of whether you take the name or not. It, yeah, and I don't get that. And also the whole, like, Force Lightning thing. So does that mean you have to be related to the Emperor to use Lightning? Yeah, But if that's, that's what the, they state in this movie. But if that's the case, then does... is Count Dooku, like, fucking yeah. raised uncle or something? Because he uses lightning. And everybody in every Star Wars game that uses lightning is Yeah, even like the Revenge of the Sith game that I've got on PlayStation 2. When you're Anakin, you turn to a dark side, you use lightning. Yeah. So, oh, it's just like, fucking mean. Disney does not understand lightsabers, and they do not understand the force. The force, no. They tried to, but now they've just given up because they gave the writing job to You've not mentioned force idiot. healing yet. 
<laughs> Do you want to kill me? Right, so, yeah, four ceilings in this. And right. I'm going to sound very hypocritical because I think I said in the previous uh, episode about Last Jedi, didn't I? I don't mind them bringing in new ways of the Force and what it can do. Yeah. Because ultimately, the Force can do anything. We have no idea the capacity of what we're dealing with. It's still unknown. So, I just don't think How Jedi... Would be unnatural. Uh, go away, whoever wrote it, because um, he would use that bloody excuse. But, okay, yeah, let's use that for example. Right. I don't think Jedi should be able to force heal. No, neither do I. Because Jedi strive to be this, oh, I'm better than you because I strive away from conflict and blah, blah. I'm a peace keeper. So, and that reward at the end makes them a force ghost so that they are eternal, like Luke Skywalker, Yoda, Obi-Wan, blah, 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 blah. Um, so it would make more sense for a Sith to be able to use force healing because they are so scared of death. Darth Plagueis is the wise and all that bollocks and he couldn't save himself. That, you know, that would have made more sense. You know, in the prequels, Darth Sidious being like, you know, I can help you save Padme because I know force healing. Yeah. No one else does. That would have exp- been able to explain why Obi-Wan wouldn't have been able to force heal Qui-Gon. Yeah. And, you know, I know force healing, so if you join me, I can teach you the dark side ways of this unnatural cause, unnatural yeah. abilities. I just, but yeah, but then just instantly being like, uh, force heal, you're done. That brings on the, mo- the other really bad problem with this thing is that there's no consequences at all. It's that, you know, we had the force lightning. So, oh God. My brain is exploding with all these ideas. So, yeah, there's a moment on that desert planet I was saying earlier about the festival. Yeah. So, Ray is holding the ship away because apparently Chewbacca got captured. Whatever. And then Force Lightning, boom, the ship explodes. Mm-hmm. And you think Chewie's dead? Chewie's dead. Oh, yeah. He's dead. They've, they've done something. He's dead. Five minutes later, no, he's alive. He's on a different ship. Well, hang on, how What? I saw Chewbacca get onto that ship. Unless you're just... There are two ships in the shot just before that. Is there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. They, they pull a fast one on everybody. It's, it's, it's a little bit cleverly done, I have it's to say. It's just kind of clever, but also just, again, lazy. Because it's like, if you're going to do something... Right, okay, so we have the Chewbacca thing. We have C-3PO having that dramatic moment that, oh, I, if I have to do this thing... Then I'll lose my memory, so therefore technically dying as a droid and having all these memories. But no, five minutes later, R2 just reprograms his mind. Yeah. So it's like Finn and Rose dying in the previous thing. That was yeah. a fake out. Yeah, fake out, fake out, fake out. And then another third fake out is when Ray obviously stabs Kylo. And, and then just... Ray dies. That's a fake out as well. Oh, how many fake outs in this bloody film? Kylo dies three times in this movie. He gets stabbed, he gets thrown down a 50-foot thing. I don't know how he survives, but he's being apparently kept alive by the force of his parent. Because because plot. And then he actually dies in Ray's arms. Yeah. Uh, Is it just me? Or maybe this is something that extends beyond Star Wars, but does death mean nothing in movies anymore? No. It doesn't, does it? Not at all. I'd say... Yeah, unless you have just good writers, but like... 
I think it's a thing that they've tried to bring into the Marvel film. Marvel, well, you know what? I'm not going to say it's a Disney problem, because it's not. They make films all the time about, like, a bloody family's dying and stuff. Like, the first five minutes of Up is a death. Yeah. Bambi, mother dead. Dead. Lion King, how many deaths are in that? <laughs> so I don't think it's Disney's fault. It's literally just like... It's the way that movies have evolved. Yeah. And it's where movies are at now. We where there's, if, it's a fan favourite, so we cannot kill the fan favourite off. And in order to kind of subvert expectation, or no, in order to top expectation of fans, mm. you almost have to kind of have a whole arc where you say, oh, he's they're dead, but maybe not permanently, so, yeah, yeah. you know, Stick because around. anything could happen, because we, we grab your attention again. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Uh, that whole thing. I'm not saying that resurrection shouldn't be a possibility in fantasy. No. But there should be a line. I mean, technically, Gandalf resurrected or something like that, didn't he? He was, yeah, he was brought back. But then he died. Yeah. He walks into the afterlife willingly. Yeah. Because so it's, because even his resurrection has a finite time on it. Yeah. Yeah. You might be back, but it's not it's, forever, yeah, and you just, can't keep coming back. And it's like death is meaningless. That's the whole point of this, like. You know, Marvel has done it better because, like, they finally killed off Tony, and they, you know, they did kill Black Widow. Even though he's coming back in one of the movies, uh, I could let that go because that's in Black Widow, which I'm is a gonna, prequel. I'm not going to let it go. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm letting that go. No, I, I, no, I think yeah, that that makes more sense. I'll opinion. be okay with it. Yeah. If they keep doing it, I'm going to I'm going to get annoyed. I would only accept. And it's going to be a good test of Kevin Feige's work he's done over the yeah. last ten years I to will... have to see whether he can sustain Marvel without some of the key characters. That you know what? I, I will only accept Tony Stark, Iron Man, and Black Widow to come back if it was in like ten years' time. The next ten years saga, and probably maybe twenty years after that, depending on if they're still bloody alive at this point. Um, and they do like. I'm pretty a... sure they will be. <laughs> I don't know. They have a car crash or something. I don't know. But, like, they have, like, another event, like, thing, I don't know, like an Infinity War level event, and then they do, like, the whole, again, portals thing, but Doctor Strange opens up the multiverse and brings Iron Man from a different universe, and then, you know, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse. Yeah. Just do that, but with, like, everyone. I wouldn't be surprised if they're already trying to plan that, to bring back Iron Man for some reason, but, you know, imagine in ten years' time you're watching a film that is like the ending of another saga or like the ending of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in general. That would be cool to bring yeah. people back then. Yeah, that would make sense because you want it to be so, a celebration. Yeah. So... That but I think you still sense. have to... That's fine, but I, I think we... But not like a year. You, you have to check, have checks and balances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have to have... Yeah, you have to have... It's almost like you have to write in a condition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the it's like we'll go back to the Gandalf example. It's like the Gandalf example. He's brought back to life, but he knows that eventually, not even this is permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, there's another door, yeah. and you have to walk through that door at some point. Yeah, and again, it's just you know so many things in like Rise of Skywalker. It's like how did Palpatine come back? I literally saw him explode twice. Yeah, in the same he survived film. the Death Star. So he gets thrown, he gets the thrown down the thing, and then he it blows up. up. And then the Death Star. And then blows the up. Death Star blows up. He and that whole thing in itself, like the Death Star blowing up, and you see a massive chunk of the Death Star on Endor. I mean, it's cool looking, but it doesn't make sense. 
It literally vaporised. It's like vaporised. Space. So, you know, yeah. Objects and people can live forever. And also, what's to stop him coming back again? Yeah, that's that's the point. Like, you know, if he survived the explosion, he probably survived. He probably survived the face melt and stuff. That, that's what I again. Another thing I really dislike about this film is that you know there's the whole moment at the end where Ray is blocking the lightning because that's apparently the Emperor's only good thing that he can. Oh dear, yeah, he can. You can only do force lightning apparently, and he doesn't learn from his previous mistakes in the last two saga of trilogies. He does lightning, but he gets thrown over the edge of the Death Star. And he does lightning, and gets blasted back in his face by Mace Windu, has his mate face melted. You'd think that... He'd learn his lesson. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my face is feeling hot whilst I'm shooting lightning out of my fingers. Shall I stop this? Nah. We see life draining in this. Good. That was cool. Another... And it was cool that he used it, because it makes sense. Yeah, and it gives him some sort of life energy, doesn't it? You see... But... The trouble is with the thing though is that it's like it's yeah it goes from like this kind of sickly broken person no fingers and no stuff fingers like that stuff. that's cool to him being healthy as we saw him yeah, in the eyes and stuff like that but like the dyad thing I think it was meant to be explained more but it, it's just thrown in it's yeah like like everything else in this movie it's just shoehorned in. Yeah. And it passes over, and it's it's meant to be like a yeah. Look at this thing, cool thing we did, but you're not going to be able to see it long uh, quick enough because we've got to get on to the next thing. I just thought there is there is uh, consequences in this. Captain Phasma didn't come back, thank God. That's a positive. Yeah, yeah I suppose we can take that <laughs> as a win. <laughs> well, I mean, if they're going to bring back every character, I'm surprised they didn't bring back Phasma. What did you so. think of the kiss? Oh, stop! Stop that! Nah. You know what, when I saw Last Jedi, and I was like, I watched it, and there was obviously that moment where they were like, kind of held his hand out and like asked to come with me. I was like, okay. And they go into the whole Raylo thing. But I was kind of on board for that. I was like, Finn and Poe, I, I, was, I was shipping them, because the bromance between them was just... They got but, done dirty in this. <sighs> the the LGBTQ plus community got done in this as well. Oh, done dirty. yeah. Anyway, I want to keep on to a separate little thing. So, yeah. But then in this entire film, you have just... I'm going to say the most pointless lightsaber fights ever. You have a lightsaber fight because it looks cool next to Darth Vader's helmet. Which, there's no need for him to fight. All he has to do is just talk. Due to imagery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, fine. And then there's a... The, the fight on the Death Star, the broken Death Star, that makes no sense. Like, why is Rey so angry? Literally, she knows there's two wayfinders to take her to where she needs to go. Kylo Ren just destroys one, then she just loses her shit. And then she realises, oh, I could just steal a ship. Yeah. And then while she's destroying that ship when she meets Luke or whatever, she just realises, oh, there's a wayfinder there. But yeah, before that, like, she's just so aggressive and angry. It's like, chill. Literally, if you just have a conversation with Kylo Ren, it's like, all right. You take me to where the Emperor is, we'll kill him together. Even, right, okay. what is the Emperor's goal in this? <laughs> I wondered when we were going to get to this. What, what is the Emperor's <laughs> goal? Because, so he's come back. He wants Kylo to go to Rey and initially kill her. Yeah. But Kylo immediately 
says no. Okay, right. So then the next scene we see of them like together, Kylo and Rey, is Kylo in his ship going like 200 miles an hour, heading straight for Rey. If you don't want to kill Rey, I wouldn't recommend ramming your ship into her. You dumb idiot. It's a good way to get a girlfriend, that. Yeah. God. And then he tries to slice her with a lightsaber God knows how many times. Yeah. Before they actually... And then he doesn't even bring her to Exegol. She goes by herself. And then he chases after her to keep her alive. No, but like the whole thing, like when we're on the water planet or whatever, he literally... Did, or like just before that, when he reveals her name, he's like, I, I'm, when I hold up my hand again, you will not uh, bloody say no or whatever. That's when you can say, but fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> but he is trying to be friends with her and trying to say, we'll take down the Emperor together. Yeah. So why is she so aggressive in trying to kill him where she could just be like, all right, you know where the Emperor is. You're not letting me go by myself, so let's go together. Take me to him, yeah. Fine. Call his bluff. Call his bluff and whatever. Like she, she, and like she sort of did in the Snoke fight, although she didn't realise it. Yeah. And because guess what? <laughs> he didn't let her die. Because yeah. he wants her alive. So and you also, could just do the same with the Emperor. <laughs> what I don't also understand also is that, yeah, so the Emperor's plan is to get Kylo to go and kill Rey, but then he obviously, I think he sees through that, I guess, because then when Rey meets the Emperor, he's like, oh, my plan all was this entire time was for you to come here and then for you to kill me so when my spirit goes, that make no sense because you literally just said at the start of this film, you want Rey dead. Yeah. So... And then he takes her life energy and heals himself, so he doesn't so need to do it anyway. So obviously you don't want her to do, do <laughs> so... What is your goal, man? What are you doing? And also, yeah, so then... There's the whole lightning thing that we were talking about earlier. We're jumping all over the place here, but sorry. But lightning, she's deflecting it with one bloody thing. And then... Yeah, so he said before that, strike me down with your saber and my spirit will go into you. But yet then, when he dies, spirit doesn't go into her. So again, he's, he's chatting shit. Man. <laughs> I don't understand this film, man. Oh. And then, yeah, so and apparently, the, the, to beat the most dangerous, most villainous villain in all of cinematic history is to have not one, but two lightsabers. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you beat him, apparently. Yeah. Mace Windu, you should have got a second lightsaber. Yeah. Luke? Should have got a second yeah. The Emperor's story, the, the whole Emperor thing in this is, the word that I think best describes it is needless. Mm-hmm. It's needless. Yeah. It's so pointless having the Emperor in this film. It, it's needless. It doesn't need to be a thing. No. I, just, I think there was something else that I needed to say about the whole bit. And the thing is, is that you and you touched on it throughout all of that lovely rant that I just got to witness <laughs> in person. But <laughs> like, good. it has there's so many holes in it mm. that it just that, again, it's like I it it's the same thing that I said with the emotional moments. Yeah. There's no build up. No. And there's no payoff. No. I mean, they try to. It just kind of, the moment comes along, and then it goes away. Yeah. But they, oh, you know what really annoys me? Is that there was this moment, this obviously, like, it was clearly done for some sort of, like, 
oh, this looks like a cool pose and wallpaper moment that people have on the back of their desktop and stuff like that, is when Ray and Carla are stood side by side, blue lightsabers. Yeah, sick. Yeah. Instantly thrown away because the Emperor just decides to suck force life out of them and then just blow Carla away. It's like, it would have been so much better to... You know, see two versus one, and like you know, also Disney doesn't understand lightsabers in the Force. No, the fact that <sighs> Ray defeats him using two lightsabers and not because apparently the force doesn't yeah, make any sense. Two lightsabers is better than the Force in general. More is better. Well, no, it would have been. Why doesn't she use Force lightning against him? Why doesn't she do what Yoda does? That would have been a really really cool moment. Is that? You know, the first time we see Yoda sort of like absorb the lightning energy. It's really in, cool. In Attack of the Clones. So for it to be, you know, and then from in Revenge of the Sith, he uses it. It would have been so awesome to not have any of that, never have any hint or anything from like, you know, the original trilogies of being able to force, uh, absorb like the force lightning, nothing from Force Awakens or whatever. And then for Ray just to absorb. She just to sticks s- her hand out. And it just hand out. And it just forms into this. Yeah. Because then, after she does that thing and then somehow defeats the Emperor, then for her to die, that would have been more sense because she's absorbed all this like corrupt energy that she, her body just cannot take it. But yeah. how does she die from just holding up a lightsaber in front of her? She just collapses and dies. She does, yeah. I don't... Yeah, it's just, it's just. It's bad um, writing. Man. Yeah, that's all we can say. We could just interestingly, I think Yoda's the only character we ever see to be able to deal with Force lightning yeah. in that way. And here's an right. I want to go into a little bit, little bit of deep kind of psychology when it comes to the or philosophy when it comes to the Jedi and the Sith here. Yeah. And I think I mentioned this. I think I've mentioned this before. I seem to remember mentioning this before. Unless maybe I just mentioned it to you. Mm. And I'd be interesting to see if anybody else listening has any opinions on this. Yeah. But in my opinion, the point of the Sith is to be all powerful. Yeah. yeah. Is to try and control. Yeah. The Force to try and best it, to become a master of it. Yeah. The point of the Jedi is to study it. Yeah. yeah. To observe it. And to become one with it. Yeah. Go as the force flows with you rather than you controlling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main... That's always been in my head. That is the difference between the light and the dark side of the force. Yeah. The force itself is just one thing. There is no two sides. It's just two different philosophies about how you should go about treating it. Yeah, yeah. That is the main thing. The ultimate story beat of the Jedi comes in Luke and Return of the Jedi and it's why it's my favourite movie and I I did watch a video about somebody who talked about this and forgive me the name escapes me but I will have to try and find it because it's really cool Uh, I'll tell you what I'll put it in the uh, link description I'd love I'll I'll try and find it yeah Yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the description so that people can uh, it's really really good I believe it's a voice actor who voices a character in one of the TV shows of Star Wars but he is a massive Star Wars nerd himself Yeah. and he explains why Return of the Jedi is really good from Luke's point of view, and I really like Return of the Jedi. I love the, the idea that trilogy. Luke throws down his lightsaber in front of the Emperor. Yeah, he lets go. He gives up because he realizes that he's turning to the dark side because he's trying to, he's trying to forgive the pun, force yeah. the issue, and he's trying he's to control he... his fate yeah. rather than letting his fate happen. He's looking for conflict. Yes. Which I think is like the thing about So he throws it down. He says, no, I'm not going to be you. I'm not going to try and control 
what happens i'm going to be better than you i'm going to let the force yeah. be be the better man be, yeah. yeah and it's it, it's that cheesy old thing about being the better man but it's yeah. done in a sci-fi thing with this mysterious thing called the force yeah. but it works because darth vader then steps in because he can't see his son die yeah. and it's a brave thing this new trilogy completely destroys that yeah as far as the jedi are concerned and it also doesn't do a lot to really help the sith as kind of like what is their plan what is yeah, their yeah, point yeah. well it is just i want power yeah that's it right, which right. is fine but there's another level to that which yeah. is they want to control the power yeah you know it's about you know the two as i said I'm going to say one more thing about and that. And I'd love to know what people think about it. Because, <laughs> yeah, this movie for me, this movie bugs me, and it's the biggest thing that it does, because it destroys the whole point of what winning against the dark side means. It yeah. doesn't mean being more powerful than the dark yeah, side. Just it means... Just a different route. Yeah, and going back to the Yoda thing, as I, said bef- as I said at the start of this... The reason that the Yoda thing, absorbing lightning, is so cool is that he's so casual about it. It's yeah. like this: I, I could control this power if I wanted, but I don't need this power yeah. to be to be better than you. And it shows that the Force is better than because Yoda, Yoda, and, and Jedi in general have a very basic move set of Force powers: yeah. push, pull. But the idea is that they become one with it, so that they, you know, they're not bothered by being, you know, power hungry. Yeah. But unfortunately, the way that Rey is portrayed completely blows that out of the water. Yeah. The idea that she's this Jedi that, in order to defeat the darkness, has to effectively turn to the dark side without actually becoming an evil person. What do you think of that? That whole like bloody scene where she is somehow a Sith with a double lightsaber. What do you think of it's that? It's just fucking trailer bait. It's just trailer bait and imagery yeah. to get people to buy toys. Oh, you know, it'd be really cool if we had this really little scene with Rey two double lightsaber. Well, a double end lightsaber that's Ray flexible and has fangs you, yeah you that? I didn't get that it's like a vampire Sith. great what was the point so pointless. although I would say, I would say although I would say like why why didn't they give Rhea a bow staff lightsaber because yeah. she, she wields a bow staff to begin with no idea that would have been cool would have been cool but no yeah but. I'm going to complain one more thing about like the whole ending is that like they just copy endgame it's like, I am all the Sith, or I am inevitable, and then just Ray says, I am all the Jedi, I am Iron Man. It's like, come on. Disney, I know you're... Uh, like, Disney must... I wonder how, when that was shot, or... Like, did they yeah, shoot the interesting. after Endgame? Because I know it was a couple months, was it like a reshoot, or do you think it was sort of... Like there were someone... reshoots for this movie, weren't there? Yeah. yeah. Or do you think it was sort of something that people were working on both Endgame and Star Wars, and was like, oh god really fucking cool line where one of the villains was like I'm inevitable and the other guy was like I'm Iron Man why don't we do that yeah. fuck <laughs> fuck man fucking that's great man <laughs> um, I'm going to say right one more thing well it's because right, they yeah just quickly it's because they wanted all of the villains against all of the you know that's because yeah, that's so the much... big conclusion to the Star Wars universe yeah. but again it doesn't it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't yeah, no it's not what Jedi should be no I'm going to complain one more thing because I've just remembered about it and they're so pointless in this film they are worse than Captain Phasma Knights of Ren oh yeah them <laughs> they're in this film they're in this film so they were uh, teased through all the promotional material for the first movie for the f- first two movies in this trilogy were they teased in The Last Jedi as well yeah 
Blimey. Do you remember that? Like the whole um, oh, with the flashbacks and the, well, the flashbacks of like Kylo, you know, just bringing the house down or whatever, and like you just heard about like you know Kylo Ren taking these group of like oh, and then and the Knights of Ren gets yeah. dropped a couple of times, yeah. yeah, and you're like oh, oh God, who are these people? It's absolute nothing. Absolute nobodies. They're just black guys with. They're, they're black clad stormtroopers that's said, effectively what they are I they said they're black guys I don't know if they're ethnicity I'm really <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to assume people's oh God, no of course not no but they're yeah they're they're just they're just they're just, figures that they're just, just different axes. suited stormtroopers that's and their effectiveness you know, that whole thing of like kind of just like beating them so easily that's like oh well they're not threat beating them so badly though and then mm. when he gets a ah <laughs> Disney do not understand lightsabers I'm going to say it one more time yeah Disney right. do not understand lightsabers Okay, I'm gonna say, I did. I did like. I did like the brief scene where Ray puts the lightsaber behind their head, and then Kylo Ren has it. Or Ben Solo. That was cool. Yeah. I did like it because it links to the previous film. That probably the only thing that they do with the previous film, because they spend half of this film undoing everything that they do in the Last Jedi, which I think is a travesty. Like, yes, you can complain. Rian Johnson did that with the Force Awakens, just basically throwing stuff out the window. But two wrongs don't make a right. You're just as bad as Rian Johnson for discarding everything I don't that he think did. It, I don't. Yeah, it's it is retconning, but at the same time, I don't view it fully as retconning because it's almost like they're trying to go. All right, we've got all this. We've got the Last Jedi. Let's just ignore that that exists. Mm. And just make two movies in one of what we want to do. Yeah. That's kind of what they've done. You could basically watch Force Awakens and then Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Last Jedi means nothing now. Yeah. It's just... And again, like, I, even if I was to hate The Last Jedi, have the balls to carry on with it. And, like, you know, expand upon it. Not just throw it all out the window just to cater to an audience. Because I think even... Rian Johnson, I tweeted uh, before the film came out, please don't just... He said that he believes that catering to fans is, is, not, the, is, is not, not one thing. of the worst things you can do in movie yeah. making. Yeah. And then what is very ironic is that isn't one of his new films, Knives Out, with Daniel Craig and a bunch of really high-end um, actors. Um, apparently that's really good. And it's sort of like, well, Rian Johnson was tried something and it worked. You know, you, you could try something and it failed. That's the whole point. You learn and get on with it. But I'm just, I'm excited for his trilogy. I think it's still happening. Because I know... Well, we'll see. I know the Game of Thrones writers aren't doing their trilogy anymore. No, yeah, that came and went very, very quickly, yeah. didn't it? But I'm looking forward to it. Did you have... I accidentally, like, bumped into what you were going to say. No, I was just... What was I going to say now? I think we were talking about um, Knights of Ren and you were just like... Oh, yeah, like... They're meant to be like ex-Jedis. We never see them use the Force. They don't wield lightsabers. Yeah, you said about Because they're students, yeah. aren't they? He turned a bunch of students. That's what happened. Like, that's what Leia that. says about like... Luke's Academy. Yeah. And I, they never wield the Force. So, okay. Right, okay. <laughs> so, You're trying to remember so hard. Oh, my gosh. It's such a... I just remember like going into, you know, we live... Uh, there's a this shot where we live in Bristol where it's like Forbidden Planet and like you know when Star Wars Rise of Skywalker came out there was like so many t-shirts and everything to do with the cut of Knights of Ren and I'm yeah, like they're just Ooh. they're just visualised side pieces and all they are oh it looks cool yeah therefore they can't fight no 
They, so they're a bunch of Jedi. They don't choose to wield lightsabers or learn from Kylo force-wise. But they can easily beat him up without using the force. But as soon as he gets a lightsaber, they can't stop him. It... No, that anyway, let's just leave it because it just doesn't make yeah it. apologies if you absolutely detest this episode because of what we're ranting about but hopefully as you can tell this movie can... frustrates us in many ways yeah I, I don't want to hate this film because but I feel as though I do I just feel like there's so many things I just wrong. don't I don't know whether I hate is a very strong word and it's a word that gets used a lot these days use your hate sorry <laughs> <laughs> I am becoming a do it do it um, uh, yeah so but this film the best way I can describe it is when I watched this film in the cinema it made me uncomfortable to watch I didn't enjoy that's the best way to say it made me uncomfortable and I didn't enjoy it it wasn't was, an enjoyable experience I was bored and it was so ugh. oh I know there's so many characters that we haven't gotten onto like but, oh God, I, I'm going to mention someone like, like the whole Another ex-stormtrooper that had bloody horses, and she ends up, I think, basically becoming Lando's daughter. Yeah. That's so pointless again. Lando, I was going to mention that earlier, I completely no one, forgot. But no, yeah. everyone has to be related to everyone. No, everybody has to be related to everybody. Again, this is a galaxy. Anyway, okay, I'm going to say one more thing. Like Finn's character is completely... Well, what's the point of his character in this film? Because you'd think... Being an ex-stormtrooper. It's to feel it. Yeah, to feel it. Oh, <sighs> two more things. Right, so he... This is it. After this, this is yeah, it. Because we could go thing. on and on. Yeah. He is an ex-stormtrooper, so you'd think that when he is going shooting other stormtroopers, he'd be quite guilty. Nope. He's enjoying it. Yeah. He's literally shooting other stormtroopers and go, Woo! Love it! Yeah! Get him! Wow, you don't feel any remorse. That could have been your best mate for you, knew. Yeah. And he just murdered him. Do you but guys like, never talk when you're yeah. in the force together? Like Jesus. And that whole thing of like, oh, uh, you know, there's that point where the Finn's just about to die for all he knows, and he says to Ray, "Oh, I need to tell you something." And then they're like, "All right." I mean, that never comes up again. Right. But apparently, that's to do because he was a force wielder. I mean, great. Cool. Who cares? That just gives them the excuse of the MacGuffin being like, oh god, we're in this really tight and difficult position. How do we do it? What, what should we do? And Finn's like, ah, I have a feeling this way. Oh, you just so happen to be right. Mm. Great. Amazing. The annoying thing about it is that it has no preface in the other two films. Mm-hmm. No. It just gets dropped in this movie. It's an idea, again, that could have been so, 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 so great and could have lent to Finn's character brilliantly. Yeah. And we could have had the second Black Jedi we've ever seen. Forgive me if I'm forgetting anybody, but... Mace Windu. Just Mace Windu, isn't it? <laughs> it's just Mace Windu. Um, but yeah. yeah. We, we, I just, I just, like, yeah. But again, it's Disney not wanting to commit. No. But I just... It, it's lucky that... There, there, there's so many things in future which we're, I'm still excited for. We'll see what I'm they still, turn out to be. You know, Mandalorian is good. It's given, o- it's given o- me hope. Obi Wan is the thing that I've been wanting. Um, Better be good. The, the Rian Johnson trilogy is going to be different, so I'm excited for that. So it's not like, you know, with people like disliking the new Disney stuff, and I think I mentioned this before, is that if you if people hate it so much. You still got the originals. 
still yeah. got the prequels. They're still there. You can just say in the back of your mind, right, these ones count and these ones count. That's it. I don't really count the new Disney ones. You don't have to. It's the saving grace of, of the first yeah. six, or even just if you want to count the original trilogy. It's a, it's a contained story. You don't have to know anything outside of that. I want to ask this final question. Is that Do you think this new Disney franchise is a failure? So I'm going to include... That's an interesting question. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rogue One, Solo, and Rise of Skywalker. Has it been a failure? Hmm. This is a really interesting yeah. question. Man. I've been thinking about Because it depends... So long. Like a lot of things, it depends on what you measure it by. Yeah. Has it been a box office failure? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. People have thrown themselves... I think Rise of Skywalker, think Rise of Skywalker is the least... But the, the, the one that hasn't earned the... I would hope so. <laughs> well, I think, I don't think it's uh, in the trilogy. Not Solo, not Rogue One, obviously didn't earn... Like, I've written, like, over a, billion, I've written but, a thing here. Yeah. Of my sort of view of this new trilogy. Yeah. This new trilogy is... And again, nothing bad about what I'm about to say. I don't mean to offend anybody. We already have. <laughs> but this, this new trilogy is good for new Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's good for the younger generations. This is yeah. This who don't is... who don't have to think who don't do what we do and overthink everything nerdy. I, think I remember like when I was growing up, my favorite film in Star Wars saga was Attack of the Clones, and now I think it's probably one of the worst. Yeah, the, but... this mo- these movies are good for new people. They're good for kids, and they're good for people who maybe don't live and die by Star Wars. Yeah, like you can like what you want. Yeah. Like, I, like the, this this trilogy has been successful on some accounts. The amount of Ray cosplays there are now, the amount of people that I have flooded like, I, to Galaxy's I, I Edge who are invested in this new world. In every aspect, like fan appreciation, yeah. critical appreciation, box office hits, like with what you're gaining to, like giving to the older generation, newer generation, I think it's been a success. It's, I just feel it's a massive shame that this film is you know, obviously the worst and it has so happens to be the yeah. final in the saga. I think it's been a success to to rebirth Star Wars yeah. for people. I'm still excited with yeah. like, the new Star Yeah, I think it will get better. And I'm the, glad the trouble I have with the trilogy is that it it's not enjoyable for me. Yeah. Beca- I, I can't because watch... I can't get away from the fact that they play it so safe. Yeah. And, and it's just... Force Awakens is fine. Last Jedi is fine. Well, Force Awakens is good. I'm, I say it is good. It is good, yeah. Last Jedi, I feel is good. Mm. And it's Rise of Skywalker. It's literally just the, the hurdles. You get to the finish line and you just crawl over because you fought one over. Ah, whatever. Uh, the, these movies were never about. I'm yeah. going to go as far as saying this. They were never about. You know. They were never about a expanding the Star Wars universe. They were never about redoing it. it it's yeah. this sort of murky, weird middle ground where Disney just needed a trilogy to get people invested in what was to come. And in that sense, it's, it's probably been a success. A couple more things. Was would this series, uh, this trilogy, would have been better if it wasn't a trilogy? Why did they? Ha- why did they have to stick with three? Why couldn't they have, after The Last Jedi, been like, fuck, trilogy's gone out of the water. Why don't we do another two films? Now, you could argue, oh, God, they're just milking it now. Why don't we do a saga? 
make six. Well, I mean, technically it is a saga as it is, but like, yeah, why don't you just do maybe four or five films? You know, with the Carrie Fisher passing away, Han Solo not wanting to do it anymore, you've got this massive story you want to tell, chill out, breathe, let it breathe, do a couple, you know, iron out the creases, you don't have to make it three. It would have been better, but that was never the objective. And that's as simple as it is. So they're just it, sticking to their guns. It was, let's, make, let's make a trilogy, because everybody knows that Star Wars films come Star in trilogies. Star Wars is only trilogy. Yeah. yeah. And let's make it bolted onto the end of this. Let's expand the saga, but not actually expand it. And, but I am... And just get people... Give people a new set of movies. Yeah. A new generation, a new set of movies. Whether... I'm, I'm a little bit hypocritical, but like I'm... I would have liked to have had more movies rather than just a trilogy because it would have it would have breathed a bit better and it would have like made more sense and not so rushed. But also, I'm glad that they're not doing a Marvel and doing like two bloody Star Wars films a year, which is what they kind of were going towards. But now, like obviously after the backlash and stuff, they were like, right, okay, we're not Marvel. We're, you know, yes, we've got all these iconic books and whatever that can tell good stories, but Star Wars is more an event we'll, we'll see because well, they, they like might chapters, co- yeah. I feel. they yeah. might completely change their mind once if Obi-Wan is a roaring success yeah. then they might or Rian Johnson's trilogy yeah, is a see, success see the they, they, trilogy, they yeah. might go right that's it right back on three movies every wagon. year yeah. a I new saga really hope they don't do that. a fourth chapter in the Skywalker saga because like I was I was leading up to this film before the trailers came out I was I didn't really care because I didn't like the whole like toxicity of like the fan base. Like we, you know, we probably have like, been a part of because the amount of, we've complained about this film. But I was getting a bit exhausted with Star Wars. Yeah. Was... Again, it comes back to the idea that it's very clear that Disney were making these movies for certain people, mm-hmm. and that was all they were ever going to do. Yeah. You can't please everyone. The trouble is, is that they then fell into the trap of listening to the fan base and. It's never, while it may be educational in some aspects, it can be very damaging mm. as well. And unfortunately, they got kind of. Don't be careful what you wish for. It's like because there's so many things that fans wanted, and they end up getting. Which did it really serve the the greater good? The greater good. Um, no. Whereas, like, if you watch Endgame, there's so many things that I wanted, I didn't get. But then ultimately, it was I was still a like, satisfying ending. Like, it got a satisfying ending, and I was like, "God, you gave me stuff that I didn't know I wanted. You yeah. gave me so many more things that I didn't expect, mm. and not because it was just oh, subverting expectations for the sake of it. You were like, Christ, this is this is great. Mm-hmm. I'm satisfied. We know we know where you think we might want, go. Yeah, but well, actually, we've got that. this we've got this other thing that makes just as much sense, and yeah. you're going to really like it because it's yeah. different. And they've planned it out." They've planned Planned it out. That's probably the best note to end on, right? Yes. There is an alternate universe out there. Yes. In which which J.J. Abrams directs the second and third movie in this trilogy in the same vein that he directs the first one. Yeah. And while those movies may have been repetitive and maybe, you know, a carbon copy of the original trilogy, they might have been better together a story. Yeah. And we might be might be having a different conversation in that alternate world. Yeah. Um, but we got what we got. So we got what we got. I have to deal with it, and you can accept it or not. I don't know. Well, that's how films go. Not everything is perfect. Which you know, I'm kind of glad. I'm kind of glad that there are 
bad quotation marks bad films I'd rather see a purely bad film than just a really mediocre boring film yeah um, so I think that's it for talking about film do you want to talk about the Gerraro script I don't know what we're doing time wise we're, right. uh, we're on hour 43 up to you um, we might talk, say we wouldn't talk about it in this episode, well we've kind of we've kind of touched on it but I think it would be better for a segment for another episode okay because I think we've we've rambled a little bit with our ideas of how we would have yeah. done things differently yeah, and I, I feel like if we go into thoughts. these photos that is going to get expanded beyond belief yeah. so so I feel uh, we'll leave it there thank you very much I'm still going saved so. yeah if you have your own opinions and if you have like you agree disagree I'm trying to keep it nice we're, we're kids we're not kids but we're, <laughs> we're, we're sensitive human beings uh, if, yeah. there's, if there's something that you really like point wise uh, send, could, yeah. send a comment into us about send, what you send think. Send a comment uh, and well, I don't know, leave a review. Uh, give us five stars. If you love the movie, yeah. say why you loved it. Yeah. If you I'm, didn't really love it, say why you didn't I really love it. I want to understand. Like, yeah. I want to pluck whatever is good. Please, like, give me some hope. Give me some hope. <laughs> <laughs> give me a new hope. I'm going to watch our film again. Um, but yeah, like, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, you can send us an email uh, at uh, cityofgeekandpod.com. Uh, at uh, cityofgeekingpod at gmail.com indeed um, leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes wherever you're listening to this we're uh, trying well I'm going to see in a couple of weeks if we could try and make some sort of like Facebook pages or some sort of we'll get on the socials eventually. yeah socials yeah, yeah, yeah. we're thinking about that we're, we're trying to get time um, anything else oh can't think of anything so yeah and that's about it for our, about our, it. our mammoth Rise of Skywalker yeah. pod. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening, and hopefully we'll see you in the next episode where we'll probably talk about the Chavara script leak, and we'll probably talk and a about... bunch of other stuff we're excited about. I think yeah, is the plan. We, yeah, we did speak about a bunch of other films that we watched recently, which I'm really desperate to talk about. So yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. See you. Bye.